much for welcoming to y'all live, you feel me? Welcome to Undefeated Minds Podcast, where we represent elevated innovation over ignorance. I'm your boy, you feel me? Your dog, your daddy, your big dude, you feel me? Hey, they shine, y'all know what it is. You know what it is, it's your boy, Mr. Stepper, a.k.a. Shada. Gotta say it twice, Shada, Shada. But nah, it's, you know, it's your back. It's your boy. It's your back? It's your back. It's your boy. Let's get this some money. You know what I mean? I don't even want to call myself Big Dude because you feel me? What's the name got that? Big Boogie, yeah, bro. Yeah. I, I, and I like I like Big Boogie, I, bro. I, I, I like his energy. I, you know what? I like seeing another man. Another brother. Another brother happy with his success. Yeah. And because at the end of the day, I would want that same energy reciprocated. I don't want nobody to look at me envious and hateful, which I yeah. cannot dictate, but... Just to be able to say, bro, I'm happy that you're making it. I'm happy yeah. that you, you know what I'm saying? When you're inspired. Inspired. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I like that. Most most men, and I think we all we all want to be get some type of validation somewhere. Like, if somebody comes to you, be like, bro, you look, bro, I like that, bro. Like, you smell, bro, you smell good. Like, you know what I'm saying? You doing your thing. You're going right. to be like, appreciate it, appreciate bro. It. You know, your guard kind of going to go down, whereas another dude just staring at you like, he could be... Saying you look good, but not saying it. I'm like, damn, like, dude. I know it's how I be. That's the ghost side of me. Like, fuck you looking at? You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, somebody coming to you, bro, I like what you're doing, bro. Keep doing your thing. Appreciate it. Man, you know, you next thing you know, you speaking to this dude every time you see him. What up, bro? What's up, dude? How you doing? I'm good. Conversation open up. A lot of time, we be looking at each other, hating each other for no reason. For no reason. No reason. Uh, me, me, Mel, and Dub had an episode talking about real friend. Mm. So we we broke that down real good. You feel me? Like from the good side, from the from the good side to the bad side. Even though I don't really believe in good and bad, it's just more so from the the people who there for you versus the people who not. Real friends versus fake friends. Yeah. So we broke that down. And <clears throat> y'all go check that out. Y'all gonna see it pop up on the screen. You know what I'm saying? Then my other check brothers. You gonna get their perspective. Yeah, bro. We really, I really want them to come down here, but they be bullshitting. I'm he calling can, their ass out. Y'all can, be bullshitting. Yeah, he, he can say that. Like we can, we can say that because them that's in house. Yeah. So next time y'all see, hopefully they get down here. But I don't believe in hope. Either you are. Oh, you ain't. You know what I'm saying? So No, Mel going to take that as a challenge. Mel, Mel going to get in the car quick. Man, I done been challenging their ass to come down here for a minute. But anywho. But anyways. Yeah. Felt that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so today, first of all, let me respect your presence. How you doing today? I'm good, bro. I'm good. Um, been gathering myself. Been gathering thoughts and trying to plan things out, so I'm good. Been uh, learning how to tell people no. Feel good now, cause at first you be like, uh, I don't want you to think I ain't, but nah, bro, I can't do it. Like, yeah, nah, bro. So this thing, I'm gonna go in and uh, put that right there. Yeah, just so, that's it, bro. But what about you, man? I've been I've been good, bro. I just want I just been wanting to uh, catch up with a lot of work. Yeah, um, I've been having to, you know, kind of isolate myself. A lot of things has been rolling over. My transition time been trash. Uh, meaning, what do I mean by transition? Going from one subject to the next subject, but there's a gap in between those subjects. So, I believe that people need that transition time, mm-hmm. like thirty minutes to an hour, to transition from one subject to the next. So you don't take that energy from that subject to the next and roll over to the next. Yeah. Because what you got going on in this don't need to be affected. This. Uh, affecting this. You mm. know what I'm saying? And I think that's like practicing self-awareness. Okay. Uh, because you might have a bad energy going from this. To the next. To the next. But and you got to learn how to separate the you, two. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, these people... Then create that problem. You, feel me? you don't want to keep passing on that negative energy. If you did have negative energy, even if you have positive energy, you can still move off of that. But at the same time, like you know, leave that there. Mm-hmm. Go into this situation with a clean slate, so you can kind of like 
keep going. Yeah. And just let it roll off. Pass it. So. I think that's kind of what we're just saying. I kind of came to that thing. I don't know if I said the last episode about happiness. And I was talking about, you know, I just want to learn how to be, you know, uh, it's not the, it's not happiness, but it's some word of joy. Like, yeah. Joyful. Just okay. Sad, yeah. whatever. High, whatever emotion I'm in, I'm just going to grind it out. Like, yeah. I'm going to just keep pushing because that's momentarily. Yeah. It's going to come and go. Kevin Durant used that as an example. I just want, I just want to keep going, bro. I just want to win. I just want to. Yeah. And at the end of the day, good or bad, I'm going to keep moving. So. Yeah, man. Hey, so <clears throat> I, what I want to do is I want to shout out to the music that you could possibly hear in the background, but the music that y'all hear on our intermissions, um, I want to shout out the guy who actually made those. So special beats, you feel me? So, um, links will be in the description for y'all to be able to go listen to that music. I yep. really like his music. You got that luxury Rick Ross type. Boss mentality. Boss. That's, that's what we all about. And, and it's also about, you know, growing together. So, it created a vibe. A, a more... Uh, I like luxury. You feel me? Like that's just me. I like the finer things in life, but do I, I personally feel like haven't earned it yet? Mm. So I want to kind of like put myself in that vibe mm. to be able to attract it to myself. Yeah. Um, and I gotta earn it. Yeah. So, with that being said, bro, do you think I'm throwing a monkey wrench at you real quick? Do you think that a lot of people? Earned the things that they that they want. Like, for example, I'm a, I'm I'm gonna put it like this. I believe that there is a ranking. Mm-hmm. You have wife material, girlfriend material, mm-hmm. hoe material. Mm-hmm. Hoes believe that they earned wife qualities. Like, girlfriends believe that they earned wife material. Mm-hmm. Wife material, wife quality type thing. I believe that each of these individuals hold categories. And I, I feel as if we should break down. I'm not saying us, just there should be a collective agreement of what makes a hoe a hoe, what makes a girlfriend a girlfriend, and what makes a wife a wife. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then we can flip the scenario so this won't be on women. Yeah. You can make a fuckboy list. Yeah. A boyfriend list. Yeah. Then a husband list. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I truly believe that if you're trying to be in this category, this is what you need to do. If you're trying to be a husband or wife, this is what you need to do. This is what it takes to be that. You feel me? If you're trying to be a boyfriend, girlfriend, this is what it takes to be in this. But if you're trying to be a fuckboy slash hoe, you feel me? Like, there's a plethora of things that <laughs> you can do to fit in this category. <laughs> the reason why I'm saying that is because... Lower class, middle class, upper class. Mm. How come we got a ranking for that? But we ain't got no ranking for hoes, fuckboys, boyfriend, girlfriend. Man, we got a rank for everything. I agree. Everything, even I to agree. type of ice. <laughs> I agree. Uh, <clears throat> started off with kids, who's the fastest, who's not, athletic abilities. We talk about sports a lot. Uh, who dressed the best. Mm. Smells the best. Whose skin looks better? You know, better grades. Uh, then it gets to neighborhoods, and you know, I'm gonna go on the guy side. Uh, I guess we can start with the husband, or we can start with the fuck boy. Yeah, let's work our way up because I feel like look at it from a pyramid type. Bunch of fuck boys. <clears throat> As you going up the pyramids, yeah. you got boyfriends, more boyfriends than it is husbands. Husbands is the epitome. That's the top of the top. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Cream of the crop. That's going down, though. But that's why when you think of a pyramid, yeah. that group at the top, it's only so many. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Whereas in at the bottom, it's hell of them. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So start like that. You said start with the fuck boys. Start with the fuck boys. Uh, the qualities of them. They don't want to talk. <laughs> uh, you really don't know them. You don't know them. You have no clue. What They're going to tell you what you want to hear. They're going to tell nothing. you just enough. A whole bunch of icing on the cake. Like 
you got a sweet tooth right now, so I'm going to give you sweetness. I'm going to tell you, oh, boom, boom, I'm going to say the right things. I'm going to just do what I need to do. And after that, you don't know nothing about me. You don't know what I like. I don't know what you like. Um, but then you got your you got your levels of fuckboyness because you got the ones that'll do everything just enough to manipulate you to make you feel like. Manip-ya-dip-ya. manip dip you. manip you dip you to make you feel like you're the problem. And then you got the ones that just want to use you. They don't want no sex. They just what you got. Because <laughs> some, there's some men I didn't see. I didn't heard a couple people like, man, I ain't want But then that. you got the Derek. Okay, so then you got the the ones who know the game, mm-hmm. who claim that they in the husband category. Yeah. But then really be on some manipulation stuff, stuff like Derek, Dexter Jackson. Dexter Jackson was talking about himself. The entire time he was giving out advice. Oh, uh, is that the one that cheated on his wife? Yeah. And then talking about some how she. <laughs> what did he say? That's manipulation he to the T. He said something and had his wife get on there. And try I, to say, and try to say, yeah, we working with this, we working with that. Now you had you had a a line where Kevin Samuels, everybody thought Kevin Samuels was gonna come in and just destroy him. Talking about some, see, this is what I'm talking about. But that's when he came out with that. High value men have the, the ability to exercise their options. <laughs> you hear me? Like, it, I, I feel like I feel like there's so many great areas that people try to just exploit. Like, and we can't come to a common ground to be able to understand who the fuck boy slash hoe was boyfriend girlfriend type material quality. Oh my god! Versus what wife and husband type stuff. Let's just be like, honest. Let's just be honest. Everybody's a hoe. I feel like I feel like you ascend, <laughs> I can't, but I can't say I can't say everybody a hoe. No, because this is why I feel like everybody's a hoe, and because we all got mental capacities where you'll see something that you like and you be like, mm, curiosity. That's, like, that's the animal side. Of you. Yeah, but okay, mammal side of you. Mammal. So most people think most some people will tempt like flirt, and then you got some people that indulge themselves in it. Uh, obviously Dexter Jackson indulged himself in it and how he used that was to sit down and come out and speak on it and then most people say the devil made me do it no you did that yeah you are the devil you are the devil you are playing your own devil so take ownership of what you did I fucked up like excuse my language I messed up it is what it is Uh, the gray areas a lot of stuff I think a lot of people make a lot of stuff more complex than what it is yeah I think I think people I think Honestly, I think people like the dark side. You feel me? Like, oh, supposedly, I, I think I think that they okay. For example, you know me. I'm gonna refer y'all to a book. You uh-huh. feel me? Can you grab that book called The Molecule of More? Right in between DMT and We're All Doing Time. Right there. Yeah, yeah. I referred y'all to this book before, but I'm, I'm gonna refer y'all. Again, you know what I'm saying? Check this out. It's called The Molecule of More. And what it talks about is how we release dopamine every time we do something that we tend to necessarily like. Like our subconscious mind picks up on it, consciously or subconsciously, and it releases dopamine. So this is why I say, in my personal opinion, there's no such thing as right and wrong. Because, you know... Even from a negative frequency, you can still release dopamine. From a positive frequency, you can still release dopamine. So there are some people out here who like to be like fuckboys type shit. That's that's on some ghost law type stuff. I know I can't even put that in the category of ghost law because ghost law is the benefit of you. Yeah, it's it's more of a selfish act. And <clears throat> then even the power of ghost law is you never really know if it's technically selfish or you don't know what it is until they come out and tell you. See, that's why I, that's why I wouldn't necessarily say uh, selfish because you know to be aware of something. You know what I'm saying? Like to be aware of something to know how somebody moves can be in a malicious way or a beneficial way. Yeah, you know, using the laws to your advantage, to just knowing the intentions behind it. Like if you're basically. not using it purity, just know what you you're gonna reap what you sow. You're gonna sow what you reap. And um, then, and then you can you can master that ghost law. You can master 
what it is and what it's not. So let's let's break down a real definition of, of mastery. Ghost law. Mastery is actually becoming the best version of yourself, mm-hmm. whether that's good or bad. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> you can be a. I don't believe in good and bad. Whether that's just for the benefit of you or being malicious, it's just you're trying to master that. Take ten thousand hours to become an expert. Take ten thousand hours to become a master. Take twenty thousand to become a legend, right? Mm-hmm. Mastery is about the benefit of you, mm-hmm. whether that's good or bad. Mm-hmm. Whether you whatever you're doing, you're working towards mastery. Mm-hmm. Ghost law is basically understanding how the game works, mm-hmm. using it to the benefit of you, whether that's good or bad. Whether people believe that that's a malicious intent or not. Whether you gotta you know, kind of like do some low-key wild type mm-hmm. stuff for a benefit of you in the long run. Mm-hmm. It's basically like some ghost. That's ghost type stuff. Power, moving. Then it go back into chess. What you were saying, strategically planning ahead, knowing what you're getting yourself into. Um, Telesis. Yeah, like you are. You are affirming. You following this roadmap. You know what you got planned. A lot of people don't need to know your picture. You know, don't need to see the picture. Don't need to see the cake before it's done. You know, some people don't desire to see that because a lot of times they're going to be distracting you or trying to change your perspective of what you're trying to get done. And damn it, that's that's like the thing I posted on my uh, story today. I was just like uh, this this young lady. I don't know her name exactly. She was uh, on the porch, off the porch thing. And she said, you know why a lot of kids become defiant or a lot of people start disregarding what their parents say? Because they don't have no generational wealth. They yeah. start realizing a lot of their parents was just figuring this shit out. Like, if I know that you're just figuring this out and then you're trying to get me to settle for what you want to do, I don't want that shit. Like, yeah. you, I mean, not saying what you did, you didn't do what you had to do, but I got a chance to learn and become better and become more and you want me to just settle? Like, no, yeah. I'm not finna listen to that. And the on the opposite side of it is is when you stop listening to people, they start saying, Oh, you hard headed, you you no good, you're bad. They try to put these things they try to categorize you saying you never gonna amount to anything when the whole time your intentions of this is good. Who so me me and Raven had a conversation. This is gonna kinda like veer off, I'm gonna keep it short. Had a conversation about the impact of children. I mean, about the impact that children had get the effect that they get from their parents mm-hmm. because of, the parents are the one who destroy their mindset when it comes to like imagination. Yep. You create limitless, yep. limitless mindset, boxed in type mindset because yep. of the limits that the parents have. Basically, they put on their children. Yep. So. I always say, and it sucks to say, but I think it's the truth to say, that mothers are the ones who create the limitations on their children due to the love of the mother, Mm. the protection that the mother is trying to do. Like, it stops that child from growing beyond what they could possibly be. From the aspect of, like, them getting hurt and stuff like that. Yeah, like, they try to protect them, them, nurture them. And and that same love and nurture will destroy them. Hmm. So, I, what was you about to say? I can I can see that, but I also can see it from the male's perspective too. For sure. Uh, so I'll explain it to you like this. Remember, we were talking about hierarchy, right? Yep. We got hoes, girlfriends, uh, wives, mm-hmm. fuck boys, boyfriends, husbands, right? Mm-hmm. So keep that same type of hierarchy mindset. Yep. You got God. Man, mm-hmm. mother, mm-hmm. son. You feel me? Like the term matrix. Now we about to get undefeated. You feel what I'm saying? Elevated innovation over ignorance. Mm-hmm. The term matrix comes from. It's a Latin term. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it is a Latin term that means a trap, a womb. They refer to the matrix in the Bible at least two or three times. Mm-hmm. So. Which is a, a mother's womb. Mm-hmm. So if the term matrix means a trap, and that represents the mother's womb, take this in consideration. 
a baby is trapped inside the mother for nine months. Mm-hmm. When the baby comes out, it sees the light. Mm-hmm. Basically, that light is supposed to be the father. Mm-hmm. The father is supposed to give the guidance to that child, basically giving them the rules to life mm-hmm. so they can be, they can survive and basically come out into this world and be a valuable citizen. Mm-hmm. So when you think of the movie Matrix and you see how they keep re- being regenerated, they stuck into this world that's a trap. Mm-hmm. And then as you know, when they come to self, when they get enlightened with the knowledge, the light, they come out of that trap. Mm-hmm. Because now they have the rules and the guidelines to be able to live this so-called life and survive this life. You only get those rules, structures, order, discipline from the father. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The mother is nurturing. The mother, that nurturing love will entrap you. Mm-hmm. If you don't believe what I'm saying, check out the movie 300. That, I mean, you could check out that, but you can also look in certain movies now. Baby Boy. <laughs> Perfect example. example. I mean, Baby Boy, he got caught up by his mother. And Melvin came in. The Her new boyfriend was like, you, you're up under your, your mother too much. Go be a man. Let your nuts hang. When I say that, <clears throat> you're supposed to have reassurance. You're supposed to be able to know what you want to do. You're supposed to be affirming yourself of the target that you want to go do. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think a lot of us, <clears throat> we call the house the crib for a reason. We, you know, secretly say this thing. We always go back, man, I'm at the crib. Man, I'm with boom, boom, boom. I'm at my mom's house. I'm at my dude's house. You know what I'm saying? And then your mama starts to cater into you if she don't have a man. Now you basically become a son husband. And that same love, that son becoming become a son husband, that same love don't allow a man to be develop. assertive. To develop. <clears throat> you got to develop. And like you said, in the Bible, you want to use the Bible terms. I normally don't speak on it. But yeah, I don't really get into it. But it even says a man... When he find a wife, he should break away from his father and mother to become his own, and they should become one flesh when they get married. Like, but, but on that journey of it, still, we have to. There was a saying that my uncle told me, and it's a saying I read. He was like, "If I can't walk for it, I, you know, crawl for it. If I can't crawl for it, you know, I'll stumble. But the goal is to fall forward <clears throat> as a man." We're not supposed to know everything, but we just should still push forward to something. Like, we still supposed to go on and on and on. I think a lot of us are afraid of failure. But I think that fear comes from... Always again. having protection. Yeah, like, I think that fear comes from the moms trying to protect them. Mm-hmm. Let them go bump their head. Mm-hmm. Let them go bump their head. Yep. Go out here and get your hands dirty. Fall. You get feel up. me? Fall. Bust your ass. It's, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to. You're supposed to. And I think that ultimately that hurts us. So then you have what we like to say you build a reputation about you. Whether you are an emotional guy Mm. or assertive guy. Mm -hmm. Which leads me into our subject that we want to talk about. Mm. So with that being said, we're going to hit you in the mission. Uh, I be on the go to the dawn of the daylight Dodging all the demon, I'm just trying to get my K right These streets don't love you Nah, these streets don't love you Moving through the trenches and surviving by any means I am my paper, other I am my enemies I know these streets don't love you Nah, these streets don't love you You feel me? So, we basically was just rolling over, getting into the law of reputation. You get what I'm saying? So, we're going to dive deep into the 48 Laws of Power. Y'all know what it is. We always refer y'all to a book. You feel me? So, we're going to talk about Law 5. And basically, Law 5 says, so much depends on your reputation, guard it with your life. So, but hearing that, bro, how does that how does that resonate with you? Like, you feel me? What does that mean to you? Um, Reputation and gardening with your life. 
if we're going to be, let's get undefeated for people like trying to simplify down street, street, you know, street reputation. Yeah. Street cred. Okay. Paperwork, resume. Okay. How do, how do your name hold weight? Okay. Um, <clears throat> if somebody, are they willing to vouch for you off your name? Uh, would you trust him saying of his word? He a man of his word. Nah, bro, he ain't gonna do what he need to do. He, mm. he his credit run dry off us. You know what I'm saying? It's basically credit. Oh well, he gonna pay you back. If he say he gonna pay you back, he a man of his word. He got you. If he not, nah, bro, don't trust him. He a snake, bro. He, he a liar. He, he he known to lie. He known to steal. So I feel like that's what it mean to me, bro. Uh, I don't know integrity. Integrity, I like that. I, I think it kind of means the same thing for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, integrity, like do your name hold weight, depending on each individual situation. Like yep. a thief, you can create a representation. I mean, a reputation of being a thief, right? Or you could create a reputation of being somebody who stand on his principles. Mm-hmm. You could create a reputation of smelling nice, being clean. Or you can create a reputation of being dirty. You feel me? Like, I don't think the reputation part, I mean, I think it's super critical because of basically this carries over. Kind of like credit. Yep. Reputation is like credit. It's basically a history of who you are. Mm -hmm. And you can kind of like use that reputation to your your advantage. Yep. Um, and you could also destroy somebody's uh, reputation. Oh. You know, if we if if we using a, a ghost law to our advantage, knowing your opponent, knowing who this individual is, yeah, pay attention to their patterns, and then next thing you know, you could use that to their advantage. I mean, you, to your advantage, throw a monkey wrench in and say, "Oh yeah, hey, I heard so and so. You know, yeah, he clean, but I heard like." He really be wearing the same drawers type shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Check his drawers. Like, <laughs> he, he, he a little dirty. You know what I'm saying? Like, he a ladies man, but I heard he be beating on him. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a perfect example. He a ladies man, but he be beating on him low key. <laughs> he brilliant. Don't wonder why he's so nice. You feel me? Like I think he low key trying to hide some. Mm-hmm. And it can kind of like. Taint relationships. Yeah. If you allow it to. So let's say somebody said, you know, you got a reputation of, of dressing nice. Mm-hmm. But then somebody come in between and say, yeah, I heard Shaw really out here like, he be still in clothes. He down bad. He down bad, low key. He look clean on the ground, but he really sleep on the floor on the mattress. You feel me? Like, mm. you see what I'm saying? Like, yep. so then people going to want, they wondering. They wanting like is 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 he? Does his reputation perceive him? Mm. I I need to know. And then if they find out it's true, then your reputation is done. Yeah, you cancel Christmas. Yeah, but if they find out, oh, that's a lie, they gonna go back to the source and be like, so what type time you on? What's the true intentions behind this? So this is why I say like going into how we was talking about hierarchy from. Fuck boys to hoes to all that stuff. Like, when I get into a relationship, I tend to say, what do I need to know about you Mm. before it comes back into my face? Please. (laughs) So then if it do come back to my face, I'm prepared for it. Yep. You feel me? Like, do you have a reputation of you being loose? If you do, I need to know. Easily accessible. Basically. So... That can go from male or female. You know what I'm saying? Fuck boy, you easily accessible. Ho, you easily accessible. Mm. That's a great thing to ask somebody. Are you easily accessible? I, th- I think even even Instagram, that could be a false representation. Though. Yeah. Like how uh, female rappers tend to have a reputation of talking about basically shutting dudes out. Getting for his bag. But they low-key be in full-blown relationships. Yeah. The contradiction behind that. You feel what I'm saying? But I don't even want to go down that road. But just more so saying, like, 
let me know what I need to know before I get myself into you into this relationship with you because yeah. if it comes back and you don't tell me then I'm looking at you like so what, what, what's <laughs> this, up this like, your Carfax show me the whole fact you yeah, what show, me, show me what's it's, up motherfuckers telling me you, you they done ran through you yeah I'm, I'm Captain Sabo now my reputation gonna be bad damn bro you know you got community coochie oh yeah you the dude who wiped up oh girl Oh, I knew I knew who's your wife. She was locked, yo. He called She used to suck a man. You was a lucky man. <laughs> she used to call a jawbone. <laughs> so everybody, everybody know who your girl is. You feel me? Yeah. So I think that's that's what it is when it comes to as far as in like just being cautious about <laughs> Rest reputation. Rest in peace, Bernie Mac. <laughs> yeah. Yo. Uh, even even okay, we can go off Bernie Mac reputation. He used to say, this motherfucker here, man. Yeah. Like, that's a reputation of him. Gonna always be known. He gonna always be known for that. Yeah. Michael like, Jackson. Michael, they trying to White tarnish socks. his. Yeah, they trying to tarnish his reputation, though. That's uh, that's a great example, low-key. Like, him being the greatest pop artist ever. But then he also got the dark reputation. The dark reputation of, of him touching on kids. But on the downside of it, he was all... That was all false. Like every accusation was negative. Like they was not true. And but that somehow sticks with his name. Yeah. Even um, it was a recent video that resurfaced, resurfaced about his vitiligo. Basically, they was interviewing. I forgot who interviewed him. I think it was Oprah. If I'm not mistaken, don't quote me. But she was asking, like, no, it was somebody else asking, like, do they want to get a white man to play him in a movie? He was like, no. Right. I love being black. I love my people. I love, you know, who I am. I never wanted to change who I am. I I just had a skin disease, vitiligo, that changed the pigmentation of my, that took away the pigmentation of my skin, the melanin of my skin. I love being black. But a reputation, uh... Follow him like, oh, he was bleaching his skin. He didn't really want to be black. You know what I'm saying? Like, he had to keep coming out saying, like, bro, this is not true. And he even admitted he was like, it hurts my feelings hearing that. Like, it breaks me down because I'm proud to be a black African American. I'm very strong about that. He said, I seen that video. He was just like, I have to wear makeup and contour to hide. Yeah. He said, I go around a lot of times. Trying to cover my face, cover my shades. That's why he really wore shades. And um, every time he used to have an umbrella to hide down, and he started wearing the gloves and the socks to cope to overcompensate those dark spots on his hands mm-hmm. and wrists and stuff. So that's one of many. One of many. One of many. Uh, we can use black, you know, African American, you know, leaders. At that time, that was at the pinnacle that they used certain reputations to bring them down to tarnish them down. You or you can have a reputation of uh, kind of like night and day, good and bad, like yeah. Malcolm X versus Martin, Martin Luther, Luther King. King. So we in the month of February where they want to talk about Black History, but there is a reputation of them kind of like feuding. Yeah. So uh, Malcolm X versus Martin, Martin Luther King. Um, when I was actually they both were. Uh, saying the same thing, but it's just the way that they went about it was completely different. Correct. Um, but they both were still saying the same thing. Agree to disagree. And they had conversations a lot of times. Yeah. A lot of people don't speak on those things uh, regarding those two individuals. So would you, can your reputation hurt your legacy or can it make your legacy stronger? Depends on how you play it. Um, it depends on whose eyes, too, because, again, it's based off somebody going to say right and wrong. What they view as right and what they view as wrong. Right. Your intentions can always be good. Your intentions can, I want everybody around here to sing Kumbaya. I want everybody to have an equal slice of the pie. But somebody going to be like, I cooked the pie. I brought this to the pie. I yeah. did this. You shouldn't get that much because. Yeah. I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? It's always saying. gonna it's always gonna be an opposition. Like until people just be like, you know what, I'm just glad to be a part of something. I'm just glad to be 
and I want you to be happy just like I want to be happy. But nobody wants nobody happy because, again, we what you said earlier, it's a hierarchy. What? I'm married. I got kids. Oh, I make this amount of money. So, no, you get smaller. You don't deserve that like I do. Like, we don't fit on the same platform. It's always going to be that, bro. That's very true. The reality. <laughs> the it. reality, like, I contribute more to society than you. So, why do you deserve the same slice as me? Okay, so you kind of going into, like, basically the devil's law. Yeah. The devil's law is basically playing the bad guy. Yeah. The shadow side, how Robert Green would like to call it. Everybody has a shadow mm-hmm. in them. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has the devil in them. No. Um, what was the quote that you said today? Uh, I said a couple quotes. You said about the one that there is no devil. You are the devil. Yeah. Uh, oh, sometimes it's not. That was like the devil that we create. Uh, sometimes we are we are our own devil. Yeah, basically. Um, so the devil's law behind this is. Could you destroy somebody's reputation? Yep. Easy. And how would you destroy somebody's reputation? Based off their intentions and based off what they do. Like studying somebody, studying somebody so well and where they mess up at exposing it. Like um, mm, okay, Mike Tyson, prime example. But he rebuilt it. Mike Tyson, great boxer. Uh ferocious obviously one of the best athletes in the world the top but with the woman rape losing oh he's a great boxer he you can't beat him you can't outstand him now all you got to do is last stamina he has no stamina his reputation for him being the greatest boxer now goes down because now all we got to do now is just take a lick or just dodge run Ten rounds, he gonna tire himself out. He gonna tire himself out. It's easier said than done, of course. But yeah. they try to use that to tarnish Mike Tyson. They did it with the girl for sure. Am, am I wrong? Nah, you're not wrong at all. Like they they try to do that to him, but the good person Mike Tyson is, and how he looks at adversity, because he turned that into like you're right. I'm not human. Allah helped me. I'm not perfect. I'm a man. So I think you're talking about the how to overcome. Yeah. But I'm just talking about to let's destroy. let's strictly focus on just the destroy. devil's law okay. of destroying it. Um, so, mm. like, think of a way how you can. I mean, this is undefeated mind, so you got to be able to play both sides. Okay. So, think of a way how you can ultimately destroy somebody's reputation because somebody might try to destroy you mm-hmm. and your reputation. Um, you you might be known for being a good guy. You might be known for doing things a certain way, moving a certain way, standing on a certain principle. But how could you play against yourself? Like, how could somebody basically exploit your reputation? I'm not saying just for you to put mm-hmm. out your own business, but I'm saying, like, how can you be in that person, the devil's shoes, to exploit this individual? Mm-hmm. Only person I ever seen that analyzed somebody's reputation with Bo Jackson and Boswell when mm. they was talking about how strong Boswell was as a linebacker at that time, and, and he exposed him. And Bo Jackson ran right over, him and he got out the league that same year. Like so, exposing somebody's gray area, yeah, exploiting like the little things, kind of like putting it to the test, mm-hmm. testing it. Yeah, like oh, okay, you say you about this. Let's see. I heard you was this. Yeah. We gonna find out. You say, and then come to find out, it don't work. You say it's easy. It's these six steps to make a million dollars. Show me, show me. So like all these people that be out there, basically masturbating you with motivation, telling you only thing you gotta do is this to get rich. Only thing you gotta do is that. I tried it. Follow it my didn't thirty work. day rule. Basically, my three month packet. So. So basically, how to exploit somebody's reputation is, or destroy somebody's reputation is putting their reputation to the test. Mm-hmm. Kind of like throwing a monkey wrench in their reputation. 
That's hard. I, I don't know. Like, there's so many ways that, because, again, if you know these laws, you can't run off that. There's no bad, like. There's they, no good or bad. Uh, there's no good or bad, but there's no such thing as bad publicity because now people are using that publicity to their advantage. Uh, plagiarism to people papers, plagiarism to some, you know, get caught, robbing, stealing. You would think that would hurt somebody's reputation, but then again, it's like. Okay, so I could say this. Let's 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 think two moves. Mm-hmm. No, let's think three moves because I'm trying to exploit a reputation about you. Mm-hmm. Then you figure out that I'm trying to exploit a reputation about you. That rep, that exploit me trying to exploit it comes out to mm-hmm. the public. And then now, how would you move after that came out? That you tried to exploit somebody yeah, else's. Yeah, I basically said. For example, like in Power. Mm-hmm. I know you ain't been watching it, but um, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, you should have seen it. Zeke Cross basically was playing ineligible the whole entire time. Kind of find out, he thought he was 19, he was 23. Yeah. The information was... Fabricated. Based, not fabricated, but necessarily it was pushed back so it wouldn't hit the press. Wow. He was a phenomenal basketball player. But, basically, information got out to the press saying, hey, dog, you know, 19, you 23. How could you counteract that information that has been leaked? <laughs> I just found out myself. <laughs> I didn't know. What they gonna, you don't know your age? I, I was lied to just like y'all. So, with the truth. Yeah. If you don't have nothing to hide, why not tell the truth? I wouldn't go into full details of my childhood and yeah. stuff like, but I I didn't know. Like I I'm a kid, so if somebody tell you the whole time, you left handed, you left handed, you left handed. How you growing up? Like I'm left handed, I'm left handed, but the whole time you really using your right. Like, yeah, I think I think a good example is kind of like when Eminem on uh, what's that movie? Eight Mile, Mile, where he was up there rapping, mm. bruh found out all the information about him. Tell me he was hood. And yeah. All this other stuff. yeah. So then when it was time for them to battle, Eminem flipped it. And got all of them. And nah, flipped it and was like, I know you about to say, I'm a white trailer park trash that came from this. He said, I am white. Mm. I am poor. I am this. I am that. I think he accepted it because he was about to try to exploit the you fact that else, yeah. he had nothing else after it was kind of like, I don't know what else to I say. I don't know what else to say. So then it it, it flipped on him. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I think the best way to try to defend yourself is kind of like play into it. Mm. Like you said, use the uh, um, court attention at all costs. You get what I'm saying? Use that to your advantage. Flip the scenario and kind of like feed into it. Mm. Like, Okay, I heard that you was this. Okay, yeah, I might be. I might be. I just might be. Oh, you right. Hey, I heard you. You be pl- you you played girls before. Yeah, I have. I have. I was young. I was immature. What you else? know what? Uh, what, what are we talking what, about? What can we, what can we say? I think you got to dead it. Like when it first come out, you do. You have to attack it head on. Yeah. Like your little girlfriend. Okay, so what about her? I ain't nothing about her. I'm just saying. I heard you was talking to so and so. I am so. so uh, yeah, yeah, I talked to her. Yeah, it was uh, this, it was that. Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh. Well, I just heard. You can flip it back on them. So, who you hear that from? You feel me? Like, why are you coming to me about it? Mm-hmm. If my reputation say that, you know, this is what it is. You don't trust me. I don't know. That's good, bro. You see what I'm saying? Like, it can go both ways. Like, you you can use it to your advantage, but then if somebody's trying to exploit your reputation, you could be like, "Well, hold up, where you hear this from? Mm-hmm. You know what? Yeah, that is it. Now what? So, um, that's the bad side. I'm not gonna even say that's the bad side. I think that's how you be able to mm-hmm. kind of like. Get somebody to exploit, but then also to defend the exploit. Accepting it, being truthful about it, then head attacking everything head on. Yeah. 
dead and cutting the head off uh, right. the snake at the head. Or you can just completely ignore it. Basically, saying less than necessary. Yep. Okay. But I heard you going broke. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why you ain't say nothing when they when you heard the rumor? Who made the rumor? Like, where are they at? Yeah, I can see that too. <laughs> I can see that too. Who made like obviously somebody mm-hmm. coming up with stuff like I don't I don't mm-hmm. I never heard of that. Obviously. So I don't even know who this is. They talking about me. They, oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. That's that's crazy. Oh, you heard what? That's crazy. I never heard Not that. feeding just, into it at just, all. You just told me something. I, I didn't know I was going broke. Do you know him? Okay. No. Acting clueless. Yeah, I don't. I never knew that. Dang, that's crazy. So doing nothing is doing something. Doing nothing. Yep. No responses of response. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, bro. You see how you can go about it and different, attack it yeah, different in different ways. manners. I think when you when you actually challenge yourself to think about the move, and that's also dealing with conflict head on. Correct. When somebody trying to exploit your reputation. Correct. Because when you deal with that conflict head on and you don't get frantic, of, yeah, it, it, it disturbs people. You know how to move the right way, which is mastery. Mm-hmm. It disturbs the heck out of people, bro. It's going to disturb some people. But we trying to get undefeated. Like, you trying to understand. And you want to think on a swivel. Like, you want to think on the fly. But you want to quickly assess something. And then you want to make sure you make the right precise step. Like, precision. Uh, a lot of times, some responses don't deserve a response. Some situations, in certain circumstances, you do have to respond. Yeah. You, you know... Being quiet and being silent isn't the answer for this occasion. Like you need to respond. But um, so here's who I know a perfect example. I was about to ask you who is an example who basically built a reputation that destroyed them. And I think the person's reputation that destroyed them was R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. Like R. Kelly was known for making great music, mm-hmm. but come to find out, he's making music about minors. Mm-hmm. And he was known in the 90s for messing with young women. It just so happened that it rolled all the way over. To 2020. To the t- uh, late 20s. I mean, 2000s. Yeah, they come out. And then it finally came out. And now we in the Me Too movement. And they exploited that. Because they're like, oh, no, you got a reputation of that. What nobody's saying it's nothing. It's ain't me by myself. It's Me Too, Me Too, yeah. Me Too. So now... It's like, what can you say? You got a plethora of people saying the same thing. This is a reputation that's basically going to destroy you. It's you versus them. Them. And it's the sad part about it is we can say that, but if we're going to be honest, all the men back in the day used to do that, man. I, we can't say that because we got we only got proof of bro. Yeah, right. So but we only got to focus. We can only focus on proof. We can only on focus on that for the reason why I'm gonna say I'm not approving what what was done by what he done. Yeah. But what I'm clarifying it is Elvis didn't did it. Numerous of old Hugh Hefner, we could talk numerous of men doing this to women back in that time because a lot of us have family members that we have seen. Be with women. You're like, bro, how old is she? Like, we everybody knows somebody that done something. You be like, what? Yeah. And you just be like, but they just kind of what they said, swept up under the rug. You kept it in your family type thing. Or, and you know, it's just you. You hate. It's a sad case that it had to be him being used as that example of like we ain't tolerating it no more. Like, yeah. But. I do, you know, I don't agree with it, but I do, I don't think it's just, that was just him. I think it was something that he's seen other men doing. Uh, now, he got he got a story behind it, and mm-hmm. I don't want to go too deep into it, because I don't want to focus on bro. Yeah. So, with that being said, we're going to check these cameras real quick, and we're going to come right back. But I want to talk about how can a, a, a false representation, or false reputation, can be useful. Yeah. Okay. I've been on my shit and now they showing love. I watched them switch now that I'm going up. I don't give a fuck about your feelings. 
I'm just trying to run it up a million Sacrifices I done made, yeah, I paid for it You just in it for the fame, you ain't made for it You and I are not the same, I'm a different strain You better stay off in your lane, I'm not a game boy Alright y'all, so we are back from the intermission um, Basically, I was just kind of want to We talked about how you can basically move when somebody trying to destroy your reputation. Mm-hmm. We talked about a reputation that destroyed that individual. But then now let's talk about how you can create a false reputation and you can use that to your advantage. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like planting a bug in somebody's ear mm-hmm. and kind of like influence. You have the ability to influence people, and then with that influence, a narrative can be pushed about you. It's basically individual. a lie. Mm-hmm. And this, this this lie can be pushed to, around, and people know this lie, and now they have this reputation about you that's fabricated. Mm-hmm. Um, but that fabrication can be used to your advantage. Mm-hmm. How can you fabricate Can you think of an example where something has been fabricated but it's still lingering and having an effect upon people to this day? That had an effect and still lingering to this day? Yeah, like uh, it's, it's basically a false narrative that's being pushed still to this day. I ain't gonna say that. Go ahead, no. I was gonna say slavery. Okay, what about it? I was gonna say the belief, the religion, and I, I don't, I don't. That's 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 a touchy subject. Yeah, bro. So let, let we're not gonna go too deep into it, but basically, you saying like how? But you asked me earlier, how can black people hate, hate slavery but still love Christianity? Because Christianity was gave, given, given to them, to them through slavery. Yep. Mm. So they still pushing the false. Mm. Turn the other cheek. Mm. And then in that Bible, we read it in the Old Testament. It actually said, if your master whips your slave and you don't respond in a day, you have to pass, turn your other cheek. So you had a certain duration of time to respond. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, King James. Yeah. King James version. Yep. I was like, what hell? I, I got, if he whipped my friend, he just whipped my brother, raped my mama. And I got a certain, I have to respond in a day or two. Okay. So I'll say it like this going off of that, going off of the Bible, but more so going off into slavery part. How they represent black people as nothing less but slaves. Mm. But they don't talk about the history before that. Or mm. they don't talk about the, the slaves who rebel. Mm-hmm. You only push a narrative of people just being enslaved. Mm-hmm. And then you hit them with the hypnotic rhythm, reassuring them with movies, 12 Years a Slave, or you know what I'm saying, all these other movies where remember they... Remember your just, history. Yeah, enslaved, so they can kind of get you to remember. You're a slave. Remember, you're less than human. You know what I'm saying? Always remember that you are a slave. Insanity. And basically continue to pushing the narrative. That you're nothing more but a slave. Right. That you came nothing but from slaves. Right. So that's that is a good example of continuing to push a reputation or a narrative that's fabricated. Yep. It's a lie. It's a lie. But word. we continue to push it. Yep. And now... You can use the word that we always say all the time. Nigga. Basically. Ignorant. Ignorance. I think that's a good one. I also can think like... I was thinking, I'm like, dang, like what? That we living in, like... what? What is it that we live in? And I was like, dang, that's a good I think, one. I think stereotypes... Yeah. Is is a example a of yeah, because all black people are known for this. Yep, that's a reputation. Yep, but it's a stereotype. Basically, it could be a false stereotype. Very true. But then some <laughs> stereotypes are real. Yep, 
So then you have to be able to understand which ones are real, which ones are, are fake, which ones are fabricated. Mm-hmm. It's a stereotype that black people do this. It's a stereotype that... They like watermelon. Yeah, like... I hate watermelon. I don't even fuck with watermelon <laughs> like that. I'm a, I like pineapple. Right. Mangoes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so then when you get somebody to come up, walk up to you, say, hey, do you like watermelon? You're like, bro, what? I heard all black people like watermelon and fried chicken. Right. <laughs> Let me get the fuck. That's my point when you be like, but I'm just, this. Yeah. sometimes it's not meant for you to say something, but sometimes it is meant for yeah, you to say something. Yeah, it's like the, the stereotype that most people think people with locks are dirty. People right. with locks are unkept. Okay. <laughs> it takes a lot more to keep your hair clean than it does to be more clean, like with a grooming hair. Like people that cut their hair, it's easy to manage that. Now, if you're a bald head, it takes more to keep a clean, scare, like clear skin. Yeah. Those things are very hard for people to do. Like, yeah. Because it's a routine, a regimen that you have to keep up to follow. Yeah. Healthy skin, teeth. Why, why is it that, that we are considered to be dirty? And a lot of people that say that narrative teeth be falling out their mouth. But this is not a race thing, man. It's just something that I just pay attention to um you can agree disagree let me know what y'all think i feel like that's a topic that actually i would like to discuss with people what is some of the things that you notice that to this day that we still are following in the footsteps of or this is impacting our community and society today like i feel like kevin samuelson did it too like with yeah. the, the thing, he didn't started something that's gonna linger on for a few more years. Yeah, um, the thing with Steve Harvey did with the book, "Think Like a Man, Act Like a Lady" type thing, like that movement. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just naming a few things, but it's gonna be a plethora of things. Not even just talking about genders, but just talking about the stereotype, the hood look of you know of a person. What a hood person look like. Oh yeah, you you look like this. Kind of like how I was saying, you got this look, look to you, this persona about you. But people the whole time, you I'm not even like that. I'm not even like that because of you created a, a false narrative of me Oops. just because of the way I look. Because I fit the description of a movie character. Yeah, old Jamal that represents yeah this guy. So since I have locks and since I'm brown skinned and since I'm you know, I don't go around smiling. I'm like this. I'm dangerous. Yeah. Deshaun is a, the name. Deshaun. How they characterize the most ghetto is names. Yeah. Deshaun. That, so now me, I'm that, ghetto. That's ghetto. But if you look up the true meaning behind your name, it's not nothing ghetto. Right. Who's pushing this? It's not just them, but it's also us. Because us. now, oh, you, you got the typical name. Oh, you... I had somebody tell me oh, I look like a Rashad. What does a Rashad yeah. look like? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. That's so, crazy. Yeah, bro. I don't know. I think I think that this law is a tricky law because at the end of the day, you know, we have to be real cautious of our reputation. Right. You want to protect it, though. You, you do want to protect it. You want to protect it, but knowing some things are not worthy of you to, like I said, make it make sense. If this person has no value, no credibility, and they start saying some stuff on your name, you just be like, man, I don't know this person. Like, I'm not finna entertain this person. Now, if this person holds credible value or something, they be yeah. like, yo, I seen this from this. You're like, then you can say, I don't know what is he talking about. You know, respond in a way where, you know, make it make sense. Like, some things just don't need to be argued. I'm not finna go out here and argue with somebody that doesn't have anything to lose. <laughs> and again, if somebody has something to lose just as much as you, I guarantee that conversation will be a lot different. Yeah. I think um, even right here in the book, it talks about the reversal mm-hmm. of the law. And it basically was saying... There is no reversal of this law. Mm-hmm. Because even when you don't want to control your reputation, 
since we live in a society where people's opinion is based off of, uh, we live in a society based off opinions, people will create a reputation for you. So many people heads down, not up. Yeah, so if you don't control the narrative of your reputation, somebody else will. You cannot control, you cannot not control with somebody else. Look, basically, you can't you can't control somebody else's opinion of you. Uh, right, but you can though through your reputation. Right. So you might as well control your reputation. You might as well control the narrative that you push. What do you stand on? Mm-hmm. And then it's, it's getting to the point now where if everybody's saying the same opinion about you, it must be true. If well, everybody else saying it, so it got to be true. Yeah, when you say when you ultimately say, oh, I don't care what nobody think of me. Yeah, mm. crap. Like this whole time, people was thinking Sierra was a man. Right, come to find out she had children. Mm-hmm. So you gotta kind of care. You got even with undefeated moms. Like thinking about, we building a reputation of being educated because our slogan is elevated innovation over ignorance. And not to say that we're educated like we know everything, but we're in the process of learning. You know what I'm saying? Being a student to life. Understanding uh, how to win in this game called life. And using these laws to our advantage. Using these laws to be able to understand what we're getting ourselves into. so we, And also, so we can get out of certain situations. Correct. You feel me? Like, and basically... And being able to recognize when somebody trying to else to run up on you. Because in today's society, a lot of times these laws are being put on you without even you knowing it or not. And that's the whole point, bro. The whole point is to wake you up and we want we want to we want to walk with the ones who want to walk with yeah. us. Yeah. The ones who don't want to walk with us, bro, do your thing. And that's fine. You know, just because you might not we could be saying the same thing somebody else saying, but you might not be liking it how we delivering it. Yeah. But that don't mean we're not saying the same thing and it doesn't mean it just because you're not with somebody doesn't mean you got to be against them yeah a lot of times yeah but it ain't no such thing as monkey in the middle either <laughs> so when when that that right there we'll talk about another day uh on the next pre-show of you know but i don't just because you're not walking with me doesn't necessarily mean you you have to hate each other you know we just don't deal with each other yeah that's 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 simple. Like I, I don't hate you. You don't hate Straight me. Straight up, but I just don't have to. Straight up. So with that being said, man, hopefully you guys kind of got the idea of where we were going with this episode. We are going to basically sometimes choose a law, mm-hmm. talk about it, and voice our opinion about yep. the law. And if y'all find something in this book, man, let us know if you want to talk about. See something in the 48 Laws of Power and access our perspective. We can sit down and talk about it on live. We can sit down and, you know, just do a couple of different things, plethora of things. Even if I have to get on like Tuesdays and just get on live and just say, like, hey, what y'all want to talk about? Like, just sitting down. And I just take intentional, you know, with that and try to add some more value to the podcast and try to get more responses and reactions of people. Because, again, um, without y'all, it really wouldn't be, you know, an Undefeated Minds podcast. And yeah. It won't, fact. You won't really have too much more to talk about. People that do watch us and support us, you know, you give us some motivation and you inspire us to continue to do this. Now, I call this our show days. When we're doing, I'd be excited. I'm like, let's talk. People are excited to hear me talk. And I don't really talk. So. Yeah. Um. We 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 creating a reputation for us. Yep. Right here, right here, right now. You know. And y'all are part of the family. Yeah. So we want to thank y'all for watching. Yep. We want to encourage you guys to like this video, rate it if you're listening to the audio. You Give know it what I'm saying? Thumbs up, thumbs down. If you like it, you yeah. dislike it. Comment if, below. Yeah, we need to go over some old things. Help us. Help us. Help grow. you. Help us to help you. Let you let us know if you like calling Deshaun a big dude or not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you don't like saying shout out twice, let me know. 
Um, some people, some people like to say it one time, but anywho, just let us know. We yeah, love man. Comments, man. We trying, we trying to get right. We trying to grow. We trying to let y'all know what's up. You feel me? Like, can we, can we grow together? Can we work together? You get what I'm saying? Can we shine together? Can we ground together? Yup. Y'all know what it is, man. So we gonna end it out like this. Together we stand. Divided we fall. Fuck the minute, man. You feel me? Oh, my finger broke. <laughs> <laughs> Control your reputation on your own, man. We'll see y'all next episode. We're going to holler at y'all. Peace. Drops mic. Boom. Do you know what it takes to be a boss? I don't think you really know what it costs. You want the money and the fame just to floss. And if they ever catch you slipping at your loss.